Praise God. I just want to um, thank you all for being here today. And I want to say a big thank you to our pastor who entrusted me and believed in me to come and share the word with you today. I don't know whether you do know, but we are so blessed with an amazing man after God's very own heart. He's a gentleman. He told me I was speaking and... um, He said, you need to ask the Holy Spirit to tell you what to say. I am not going to tell you what to say. And that that can define him in so many words. So, I thank you for being our pastor and for blessing us. Um, May we just open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this moment. I ask you, Lord, to open all our spiritual ears and eyes so we can hear your word and meditate on it day and night, and may it speak life to each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I'd love us to... The title for this word I'm sharing with you today is God Set Eternity in the Heart of Man. I'll quickly give you an outline of what I'm going to talk about today, and believe by faith that the Holy Spirit is here with each and every one of us and is ministering to us as well. The outline is I'm going to quickly talk about eternity, the subtitle, and then I'm going to talk about the Word of God, how important it is to each and every one of us. And then I'm going to talk about um, the plan, the great plan God has for each and every one of us, and the coming of Christ, and the judgment before the throne of God, and the reigning with Christ in eternity. It sounds like a lot, but the Holy Spirit is here with us, and we are going to take every word of it in, and it's going to minister to all of our hearts, I believe, by faith. So the very first scripture is Ecclesiastes 3, 11. Um, The Amplified Bible breaks it down, and it says, He has made... Everything beautiful in its time. I'd just like us to process that. The King of Kings, the Lord God Almighty, has made everything beautiful in its appropriate time. That means no matter what life throws at us, whatever we go through, whatever we deal with, everything. We need to always remember the Lord God Almighty has made everything beautiful in its appropriate time. And he has planted eternity in men's hearts and minds. A divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy yet so that man cannot find out what God has done from the beginning. So, the Bible goes on to say, there's a void in our hearts that only God has put there, that only God can fill. Nothing in the world can fill that, only him. And he did it for a reason. It's always going to take us back to him. Sometimes you have a temporary fix. You can try and find something to fill that void. But only God can fill it. And when we 
open our hearts to him and let him reign in us as our Lord and Savior, we get this completeness in him. And that's the encouragement I give to anybody listening who doesn't know the Lord yet. Only God can fill that void in your heart. Only him. Um, God has a plan for each and every one of us. He says in Jeremiah 29, I have a plan. A plan to prosper you. A plan to give you hope and a future. And he goes on to say, when you seek me, you will find me. When you seek me with all your heart, you shall find me. He'll be found. So, what I say by that is, um, there's going to be a time when we seek the Lord and he will not be found. That's Isaiah 55, 6. You don't have to post it. It's just a statement, but you can refer to it. So we should seek him now. It's not too late for anybody listening. And when I say seek the Lord, what do I mean? Let's run after him. Let's long for him. Let's read the word, the Bible. Let's get to know him personally. You know, when you meet people and you interact and you're trying to make friends, you meet people, you swap numbers. Then you text and then coffee and then come over. I'm cooking at my house. And you interact in that way. You get to know the person and you build a relationship. He calls us his friends. So why don't we make an effort? It shouldn't be called an effort. Why don't we long to have him as our personal friend? Talk to him. God is a spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth. You don't have to move your lips to interact with him. Now we have our masks. You can walk around praying in tongues. Nobody's going to see anything. You know? People, you know, you're driving your car. Sometimes you're, you're talking, oh Lord Jesus, I worship you. And you're praying. Nobody's going to see anything. You can be at work. You know, let's make him part of our everyday life. Let's walk with him. Let's read the word. Let's intentionally set time apart to read the word of God. That's the only way we're going to know him and learn how to hear his voice. Um, Our pastor is taking us through reading the Bible as a church. You can go an extra mile. Why don't you form a group, a Zoom group? Go over what you are reading. Discuss it. Not just come and have the, the voucher for the coffee. There's more, you know. Let's make the best of now. You know, pick up the phone. Think of calling five people a week. Ask the Lord, what word should I share with anyone today? Encourage somebody. You will be amazed. You will grow. They will grow. And it will bless us. So let's seek him with all of our hearts. So the next part is the word of God. And I'm going to read Isaiah 55, verse 9. And it says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. 
so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish the purpose for which I sent it. Do you see how important his word is? It's life. It's life. Um, The scripture, the whole scripture was inspired by God. That's in Timothy 2. You can read that later. So if this is the breath of God, do you know when you speak the word in the spiritual realm, the voice of God is what echoes out. It talks life into everything. For example, we are praying for people here. We are believing by the stripes of Jesus Christ. They are healed. We're not going to waste any time talking about it's a big disease. It's crippling us. We are speaking life. Let's learn how to speak the word of God. We are right here in your life. You talk to yourself into where you are right now. You can talk scripture and build yourself. You can talk discouragement. He said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit and sons and daughters will prophesy. So we talk. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. So let's speak the word of God. Let it change us. Let's live the word of God. Let's seek him while he can still be found. And trust in him with all our hearts and not doubt. Because he's a good, good father. I love the song the choir sang. We, We just thank God for our choir. You are amazing. The good, good father. He is so good. He knows everything about you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. He formed you before. He knows you. He has a plan for each and every one of us. No matter what we're going through, he knows us. So um, I'm going to the great plan he has. And that's in John 3, 16 to 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So we also know that he says in Romans 10.9, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that Christ Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. That's eternity. He's given us a free gift of eternity. So let's trust in his great plan for us. And um, Jesus himself said, in my father's house, there's so many mansions. I have gone to prepare a place. You. Yes, we can see what we're going through right now. It's a tough time. The devil is getting his ducks in a row, but guess what? The King of Kings, the Lord God Almighty, the Lord of heaven and earth, he's very busy preparing a place for us. So, yes, we can see what's happening, but we know who is in control. So, Matthew 6 says, this is not in the, 
It's not meant to go up, but I'll just share it with you. He says, do not lay treasures for yourselves on earth where moth and rust can destroy. But set treasures for yourself in heaven. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. What does it mean? Let's seek first his kingdom. All these things will be added unto us. Let's run after him. Let's love one another. Let's do what he asks us to do. Everything written in the Bible is for us. You know? Let's seek him while he can still be found. Let's reach out. Let's have his burden in our hearts. Let's long to have everybody give their life to Christ. Let's love one another. Let's care about each other. Let's read his word, grow in him, learn to hear his voice, and walk with him. Enoch walked with the Lord until he was no more. Let's walk with God. Let's make him part of our everyday life, our best friend. He longs to hear from us, and he loves us with an everlasting love. So I'm going to the part where Christ is coming for the church, the bride. Um, the scripture I have is 1 Thessalonians 16 to 18. And it's, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. I smile when I read these words. With the voice of the archangel, you know who he is, right? And said with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with him. Therefore comfort one another. He's coming. The king is coming. In Acts, um, when Jesus was ascending into heaven, the angels told them, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? This same Jesus was taken from, who's been taken up to heaven, will come back in the, right, in the same manner. We shall see him if we're here. And you do not want to miss this first flight. You know, there's two flights. The second one is after the great tribulation. My prayer is we all make it to the first one. We do not want to be here. It's not meant for us. You know, God loves us all. And um, he also goes on to say, the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night. So let's not waste too much time trying to figure out how he's coming and when he's coming. Let's be ready when he comes. Let's be ready for him when he comes. So the next part I'm going to is the judgment before the throne of God, where the books are opened. Um, Daniel had a vision. He says, I watched till the thrones were put in place. And the ancient of days was seated. His garments was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousands, ten thousand stood before him. The courts were seated and the books were opened. Revelation 20 goes on to say, And I saw thrones. 
and they sat on them. And judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness of Jesus and for the word of God who had, wish, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So every thought you have is written in the book. We all have a book. We all have a book. There's the book of life, but the Bible keeps referring to books. Sorry, books. So there's a book for each and every one of us. We're going to stand before our Lord one day. And I pray he will say, good and faithful servant. Let's do what he created us to do. If we don't know why we're here, let's ask him. He speaks. God speaks. And he listens to us. And he loves us. So we know he is coming. And we know we're going to stand before him. And we know we're going to reign with Christ. Um, Revelation 21, 1 to 5 says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And there was no, no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven. God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and I heard a loud voice from heaven saying behold the tabernacle of God is with me and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people God himself will be with them and he will be their God and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes there shall be no more death and no more sorrow there shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away we are going to reign with him. Let's not forget that. There's so much yet to come. This is not it. But while we're here, let's do the assignment that the Lord has for us. Let's learn to listen to him. God speaks. Job 33 says, God may speak in a one way or another, yet man cannot perceive him. He speaks in visions and dreams. While we're asleep, he speaks. My prayer is may our spiritual ears and eyes be open so we can hear him. Which reminds me of Elisha in the Bible. Him and his servant were under attack. And the servant was so scared. And Elisha said, do not be afraid. Because the, one, the ones who are with us are more than the ones against us. And Elisha's prayer was, Lord, open their spiritual ears and eyes so that they can see. And so he could see. And God opened his eyes. So my prayer is, may the Lord open each and every one of our eyes so we can see in the spiritual realm and hear him with our spiritual ears. If we lack wisdom, let's ask him. He says in James, ask me if you lack wisdom and do not doubt the days we're living in, we need to hear from God every hour. Once upon a time, it's every day, right? Every hour, we need to know. We need to know his voice. We need to walk with him. We need to live for him. Because he loves us. And he has set eternity in our hearts. He has a very good plan. It's a brilliant plan. And my prayer is we don't miss it. We do not miss it. I'm sorry, how much time do I have? It ends at eight, right? <laughs>
8.30. Yes. I was rushing. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. So, after this is all said and done, the Lord says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit. Let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. And we are spirit. This is flesh. It's temporary, you know. The things that are temporary, we do not focus so much on them. We focus on the things that are eternal. So, let's learn to worship him in spirit and in truth. Um, Let's also know that the Lord God Almighty, he, um, he tells us in his word to be persistent and devoted in prayer. What does that mean? We need to keep praying and praying and praying. Pray without ceasing. Some things are stubborn, but let's use prayer as a tool. Never stop praying, even when it's good. If you forget when it's good, keep praying. We'll pray for other things to come, and then we'll keep praying for. You know, sometimes we relax so much when everything is going so well. Last year was a tough year, but... I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know whether I've prayed as much as I prayed last year. God forgive me. Lord, you know my heart. Our problems started in January. My brother had um, a, a bleed in his brain. And he was rushed to hospital. Where they were taking him from the hospital to the capital is about a three-hour drive. I sat in the office praying. I said, Lord, how is this going to happen? Please get him there safe. What did I do? You know, you need to surround yourselves with prayer warriors intentionally. The prayers of all the prayer warriors I know are what have kept me sane. It's what has kept my brother alive. I called my pastor, the old pastor in Worcester. I texted Shirley on the prayer chain in Nark Fellowship. The church I used to go to in London were in touch. I texted them, start praying. Everybody, let's pray, 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 pray. He made it to the hospital. Unfortunately, he had um, pneumonia after the brain surgery. And we continue to pray. We've all prayed. We're trusting God. But what I learned is, in Lamentations 3, the Lord says, nothing happens without his authority. He, you know, nothing in the world happens that God has not allowed. And that comforted me to know he knows about this. Um, he's allowed it. I don't know. I will never know. He will never know. But what I can tell you is through this whole situation, my brother's still sick. He's um, still bedridden. We took him out of hospital, and he's in a home setting, like an ICU. But God has kept him alive. He's breathing on his own. On New Year's Eve, he lifted his head. And it sounds so small, but it was so big. We have seen prayer hold us and carry us in this tough time. So many people are sick. There's COVID. There's other complications. So many people have lost their lives. 
But let's look to God. Let's trust in his unfailing love. Let's put all our hope in him. He sees and knows all things. Nothing gets him by surprise. So back to my testimony is, my family has started praying together. Together. Do you know having your whole family on the phone and you pray together? That's something. We used to pray in different intervals. We were too busy. But this past year, it's been about corporate family prayer. And it's been a tough year, but there's so many good things to look back on and thank the Lord. We will never understand what we go through, but we need to see the Lord in it and trust him because he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. And we know that he sees what we can't see. So I want to speak to the people who've lost people this year, this past year. I want to speak to somebody who's lost their job. There's some families have lost two jobs. Some people are sick. There's so many complications. People have gotten better from COVID, but they've got other issues going on. Let's look to God. Let's walk with him. Let's open our hearts up to him again and welcome him in our hearts as our Lord and our Savior. Let's always know that he has a plan for us. The Lord is preparing a place for each and every one of us. Let's make Let's have a friendship with him. You know the way you meet people and make friends. Let's get to know the Lord. Let's read the word. Let's learn to hear his voice. So you will know when he talks that that's God. And you know when, he, when you hear another voice. Let's check ourselves. You know, we need to check every thought we have. Because um, when you have a thought in your heart, you align it with the word of God. And you will know where that thought is coming from. When we stand before the throne, he's going to ask, we're going to account for everything we've said, everything we've done. And my prayer is that we will have a good account before him. That we would live the life he has for each and every one of us. His plan is beautiful. And he's written eternity. At the end, in Revelation, we are going to reign with him. We're going to come down and reign with the Lord himself. So, let's look forward to that. But let's also live the moment right here and right now. And ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? He will speak. He will speak. He will answer. And he talks. He's the living God. He is the one and only true God. He loves us with an everlasting love. And as I wanted to say is, God does not look at the outward appearance. He looks at our hearts. So when we do things, let's always know that. Check with yourself and say, why am I doing this? Is it for somebody's approval or the Lord's? When you're working, don't just work and know my boss is going to see this. You're working for the Most High God. Let's please God. Let's live for God. Let's walk with him and trust him. 
and intentionally make time. We have this, this lovely thing, Zoom. We can have Zoom groups, share and encourage each other. We have a Zoom group with friends of mine from an old church is going to. Every Wednesday, we have Holy Communion. We pray. We encourage each other. Some people have had COVID. We've prayed. They get better. Let's surround ourselves with people who encourage us in the Lord. And encourage other people. Let's not forget the burden of the Lord, the souls. So many people are perishing because they don't know. And if you keep quiet and don't say anything, well, if you don't even know why you're here, we can start from there. Share your faith with somebody. Talk to somebody. Encourage somebody. When we're going through tough times, we know the Lord, but it's nice to have people who remind you, who remind you of the scriptures. Remind you of your faith in God. Encourage you. So let's not just read the Bible as a church. Let's also share it together. Encourage one another. And know that God has written eternity in our hearts. And he longs to hear from us. He longs to know us. He, you know, it's written in the Bible that before you even pray, God knows what you need. So why does he tell us to pray without season? He wants to hear from you. He wants to see it in your eyes. Talk to him. Um, I was going to share a testimony about how I got married to Joe. Me and Joe went to the same elementary school when we were little. And our paths just crossed I moved to the UK. He moved out to Houston. And somebody started a WhatsApp group and from our elementary school. And we just started talking and chatting, everybody. But one evening, everybody on the other side of the world was asleep. So it was just me and Joe on the chat. And I said, he just said, oh, can I take your number, call you sometime? I said, okay. But... um. Where I'm going with this is building a foundation. So he took the number. We started texting. Then we called. Then he came to Massachusetts. He came to my church. He met my friends. And then I came to visit. And then the relationship builds. You build it. It's not like you're doing it because you have to. You get to know each other one day at a time. You learn a thing or two. And then eventually he proposed and we got married. But I married my best friend. And that's the same we should have with God. Let's wake up every morning. I thought to myself, how would, the lo- how would you feel if you met somebody and you said, oh, here's my number. I'm very busy, but um, maybe in the morning I can text you. And then, um, you know, my days are so busy. Maybe in the evening I will just check in. And then um, before I go to sleep, I'll, I'll just say a word or two. Are you going to be friends? No. Because you're not putting anything in it. What I'm saying is, Let's learn to intentionally 
build a relationship with God. It's never too late. And the more you read the word, you're going to see how he talks himself, especially in the Old Testament, um, how he interacts with Moses, and how you know, he declares his love for humanity. His plan, the prophets prophesying his word. Then you see the Lord Jesus Christ himself walking on earth. Everything you read in the Bible, every day, and we know this stuff, but every time you read a scripture, it becomes life to you. You get to know him more. Um, I was thinking about, you know when the Lord called Samuel in his sleep, and he went he woke up and then he went and asked, um, I forget his name, Eli, did you call me? Eli said no. Then he went back to sleep. And then the Lord called him again. And he got up and went to Eli and asked him, did you call me? He said no. Between you and me, who would get up the third time? Have we ever thought about it that way? You just cover your head and say, I'm just not hearing something. Oh, you're going to start binding something is called you sub you know but you know if your spiritual eyes and ears are closed you're not going to hear him you are not so it's amazing how humble he was he got up the third time and then that's when eli said you know the next time he calls say here i am lord how many opportunities have we missed on a sad note God speaks. He speaks through his word. He speaks through his spirit. He ministers to you every day. He loves you. And let's make a habit of talking to him as well. You know, when you're working, you can still talk to the Lord. When you're driving, you can still talk to him. So even when we get these issues that come in life, it doesn't hit so hard. The blow is not as powerful as you'd think. And when you stay prayed in the Lord, there's a special protection over you. You have a wall of fire. We have the covenant of the blood of Jesus. So let's have a friendship with God because we are going to spend eternity with him. We do not want to get there and we don't know how to interact with him because we don't really know him. So let's live for him. Um, I wanted to share something if I had some time, and I think I do. Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not lose your confidence in the Lord. Isn't that so powerful? Don't lose your trust in God. No matter how hard it is, keep your eyes on him. Let's press on in Jesus' name. Let's run the race. Let's trust him. Let's ask him if we don't know, because he speaks. Let's ask him if we lack wisdom. Why did he say, if you lack wisdom, ask me? Because he knew. We're going to need to know. So, in these last days, or these days we're going through, I'm going to emphasize and say again, let's learn to hear from God. 
My prayer is that the Lord will open your spiritual ears and eyes because we are spirit. Um, the word said God created us in his image. I know you're going to laugh at me. I first wondered, it's like, the Africans, the Caucasians, the Indians, there's Chinese. How are we in the same image? How do we look like him? He was talking about the spirit. He was talking about the spirit. So, everything happens in the spiritual realm before it even becomes physical. Everything. You will be so amazed how much we live that is at first spiritual and then it's manifested into the physical. We talk things by faith and they come to pass. We, that's why we need to talk the word of God, put life into it and trust him and not doubt and love him and walk with him. And before I say the last part is, Let's always remember to come to the Lord in repentance. If you have no sin, you lie to yourselves. You know, we can even sin in our thoughts. He doesn't want any pride. He doesn't want any hypocrisy. He doesn't want any um, jealousy. Let's be pure. Let's learn to forgive. Forgiveness is key. I wouldn't like for anybody to stand before the throne of God. And you, you have to explain to him, Father, you sent your son to die for me. Thank you. You forgave me for my sins. But what this person did was too big for me to forgive. We do not need to do that. Forgive, and forgiveness, it just eats away at your heart. It's not healthy. We need to learn to love one another. His great commandments. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul. So we need to love him. And that will fill the void that he placed in each and every one of our spirits. My prayer today is may the God of hope, the anchor of our souls, May he open all our spiritual ears, all our spiritual eyes. May he make us aware of the seasons we're living in. He makes everything beautiful in its appropriate time. That means everything he made is beautiful. Everything he has allowed, he has given us the grace. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. The emphasis is on the spiritual. We talk these things and we give them life. Let's talk life to one another. Let's encourage one another. Let's read the word of God. The word is life. And I don't know, but I hope this evening you've heard more of the word than my words. I intentionally made the word 80%. 20% is just me, but the word, because that's life. That's life. Let's hold on to God with both our hands. Let's seek him while he can still be found. Let's worship him in spirit and in truth and trust in his unfailing love because he's a good, good father. He knows you. 
He formed, he knew you before. He has a book right for you. He's got your name on it. And you will stand before him and account for everything in that book. And we need to make sure our names are in the book of life. So as I close, if you will allow me, I would just like to say a prayer. If anybody doesn't know the Lord God, Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, I will say this, you can say it in your heart, because he hears you. Heavenly Father, I come before you, King of Kings. I believe in my heart, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come into my heart, King of Kings, and reign in me. By faith, I believe that I am saved. Father, go before me. Level all the mountains in my life. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Come and fill that void that you placed in me. Give me your wisdom. You told me to ask you if I lack wisdom. Guide my steps, King of Kings. We plead the blood of Jesus all over us, Lord. Strengthen us, O Lord Almighty. Speak to your people. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. May the God of hope bless you with every spiritual blessing. Thank you.